Attention, duelists! My hair is authorizing me to begin this podcast. I'm Nora. I'm joined, as always, by Olivia. Hi. I regret this. We have a special guest this episode. We do have a special guest. I'm going to poke her right now. Hoi, guy. <laughs> <laughs> you just spelled backwards. Is hoi, guy? Uh, we're, we're ruining... Hold on. We're spoiling the question section. Special guest, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Priscilla. That's Priscilla. Uh, I got distracted because... Google Mail is prompting me to follow up on a email I sent to Abnormal Mapping because I haven't gotten a reply in four days. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that sucks. They should reply to your uh, tweet. Yeah. Or email? Yeah. Email tweet? Uh... It was an email. <laughs> Whatever, same difference. Yeah, listen. Where's the fucking... I'm trying to... I don't have the email. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't even have the intro. Okay. I was so thrown off. Oh, but there's no reason it should have the intro. It has the other intro, which is the Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged uh, OP. But we watched two episodes this week. Mm-hmm. Because if we had watched you... if we had watched one episode, we would have been disappointed. <laughs> I think that is true. Um, do you have episode titles on hand? Let's just get into it. Episode 2 is The Devil Gamer, The Trap of Hell. <laughs> a criminal escapes from jail, disguises himself, and gets a job at the restaurant Burger World. When his true identity is exposed, he holds the restaurant and the people inside hostage. This is two-thirds of the episode already gone. <laughs> Including Yugi, Honda, Jorochi, and Miho, while also taking Anzu as prisoner. When the criminal slaps Anzu for trying to warn Yugi, Yami Yugi emerges and wastes no time in challenging the criminal to a shadow game with Anzu's life at stake. The game this time is that the two contestants are allowed to choose one finger to use. (laughs) As soon as the game begins, they can do whatever they wish with it. The criminal chooses his trigger finger to fire his revolver. It is outsmarted when Yami Yugi uses his thumb to ignite a lighter, which he then puts in the criminal's on the criminal's hand, so that if he tries to fire it, the lighter will cause the Russian vodka he is about to consume to go up in flames. You really got ahead of yourself explaining this one. <laughs> However, the criminal decides to cheat and uses his other hand to remove the lighter before attempting to shoot Yami Yugi dead. As punishment, Yami Yugi subjects him to a penalty game, causing the criminal to hallucinate that he is being engulfed in flames. As a result, Anzu develops a crush on the man who saved her, unaware that it was Yugi's alter ego. So, this is a summary of the last, like, two and a half minutes of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everything that comes before, like, this episode is kind of an extended joke about, like, teenage prostitution. (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, compensated dating, you know? Yeah. Um... Uh, d- uh, date for pay is the phrase uh-huh. that the subtitles use, and just not kind of the vibe I expected from Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! with the freaky fish guy and the guy with the American flag bandana? I mean, you know Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, the show about uh, getting your ankles sawed off if you lose a card game? <laughs> what? But that just sends, your, sends you to the shadow realm. <laughs> they're shadow discs they're not saws yeah okay so for real though most of this episode is like a fake out where there is a criminal who's escaped from prison and you're like being led to believe he's gonna be the bad guy but he's actually really bad at doing crimes um and the guy who worked the criminal who works at burger world is like 
stealing things and pinning it on him. Um, and yeah, he's he's crime cucking him. <laughs> you gonna be okay, Chris? Oh my god! Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> because uh, what's his name? The escapee goes to Burger World before every heist, and so uh, the spider he's called. Um, yellow spider can please the yellow spider uh is able to like figure out where he's gonna hit and hit it first i have no idea how (laughs) doesn't matter not important not important (laughs) you know what's important burger world burger world so do you think do you think that uh burger world exists because of the stolen cash or he just has this job as the manager for a totally random reason Hmm. I think the implication is that Burger World is not his restaurant. He's just like the manager of the restaurant. But it is new. Well, I, I think it's the new chain of Burger World. I'm trying to hmm. find the the specific uh, scene. Um, let's go to the newly opened Burger World is Yugi's line. So to me that implies like, you know... Let's go to the new Chipotle that just opened up. You know, it's who the fuck gets their friends together. Hey, guys, that new Chipotle opened up. Maybe this one will be different. Hey, man. Like when you live in when you live in central Ohio, there's not a lot to do. (laughs) I'm just a new McDonald's. I'm just saying I'm I'm just saying um, Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that maybe some people don't have a ton of attractions in their area, <laughs> and so, you know, may be excited to hear about a, a new chain restaurant, especially maybe if they never went to it before and they haven't had the food. It could be a novel experience. And that's may- that's not the same thing <laughs> as saying, oh, there's a new Chipotle. I'm going to go to this new Chipotle because it's new, but I'm still getting Chipotle. Man, fuck you. I don't need to take this shit. <laughs> This is my Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. <laughs> this is our Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Not after I kick you off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So. I'm going to fucking fight you in a shadow game. <laughs> I'm going to put a lighter on your hand, uh, but only before making sure my you're pouring vodka and then put a lighter on your hand but before you shoot me as you're still pouring vodka <laughs> Why is to still... create to create an intricate death trap for you he'd already finished pouring like a while before the lighter was put why did he just keep pouring yeah this this is another shadow game that's not a winner i, uh... I feel like <laughs> this is the this is the classic one i feel like when people say oh season 0 of yugioh is fucked up they talk about this where like he threatens to burn a guy with, by with like vodka. To me, like this to is me the classic this one is, is a, the money and the knife one. I feel like those two are the ones, but like this is the more striking image that I remember more. Yeah, um, it's a weird game. There kind of aren't rules, you know. Like there's the rule is that you can only use one finger. Never mind the four fingers that Yugi uses to hold the lighter while he opens it with his thumb. Uh huh. <laughs> or the kind of inconsistent rules about like when using your hand is is okay and is not okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like Yugi Yugi leans over and he he gives that man he moves his lighter. Um, but then when you move the lighter the other way, it's not allowed. Listen, we shouldn't overthink this. It's like a saw if- death trap. 
I think he would have been fine if he had turned the gun and shot the lighter away from his hand. What if he... I think that... What if he just kind of, like, moved his hand a little bit, you know? What if he kind of, like, jerked it so the lighter went flying, you know? I don't think he... Is, is that, does that count as using his hand, though, instead of his trigger? The, the point of the shadow game is not the game. It's to draw out the, the true nature of the person playing it. Uh-huh. Which... So it's a tailor-made scenario that will draw out their true nature and show, like, when they will be duplicitous. I... I it's, guess. It's fucking... It's like weighing the heart with a feather. I guess. It's it like just Egyptian. seems like... He's already got a gun. He's already holding the, the everyone <laughs> in a burger restaurant hostage. I feel like it's true nature revealed, you know? That his even truer nature is that he'll shoot games. <laughs> his even truer nature is that he'll try not to die if confronted with a life or death scenario. God damn. That's uh, fucked up. I think my favorite part in this episode is when Yugi's like, I'll challenge you to a game. And the guy with the gun who's holding the burger restaurant hostage is just like, hell yeah, dude, I've never lost a game. Bring it on, boy. <laughs> I used to gamble all the time. <laughs> I think the implication is that he started stealing because of gambling debts. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, most of this episode is, like, leading up to, like, or, like, the first third of this episode is, like, leading up to the punchline where, like, um, Anzu's been acting weird after school, and then, like, Niho starts acting weird, and then Honda starts acting weird, and it turns out they're all hiding part-time jobs at Burger World, um, and Joey thinks they're doing compensated dating. <laughs> that's, like, a whole thing. That's, like, ten minutes of this episode. Compensated Or dating. more. Uh, and then when it starts happening to Honda, he's like, you're not going to say that he's doing it too, are you? And Jonochi's like, no, he's probably seeing a rich older woman. Uh, I think the truth is even funnier, which is that Tristan got a job at Burger World to give all of his salary to Miha so she could buy cool <laughs> clothes. God. Uh, Paypig Honda. It's canon. <laughs> Here's what we learned about Honda in this episode. <laughs> uh, well, I said, okay, so I said this to Pris when we were watching it. Honda has two character traits. One, he's on the yes. beautification committee. Two, he's a simp. <laughs> <laughs> he is a simp. Um, uh, like, like I said, pay pig Honda, canon, write it down, put it in the books. Okay, hold on. I don't um, think it's a pay pig because I think, I don't think there is like, the codified ritual of him handing her the money. I think he is just giving her the money, hmm. you know? Like, he's trying to impress her. Yeah, like, she's not She's not even... I don't think she's even asking for it or <laughs> giving him anything at all in return. She's just like, oh, thanks, I can buy stuff with this. Yeah. I think, I think this is like a Charmander Charizard situation, you know? Like, I'm talking... Like, this is just gonna lead one way. This is the start. This is how you get started. Do you started. know what the fuck she's talking about? <laughs> so, my, I, I think that she's saying that Charmander doesn't evolve into something other than Charizard. And and yeah. therefore... First of Tristan. all, Charmander evolves into Charmeleon. First, but on the way to Charizard. Yeah, exactly. And and so Tristan uh, will inevitably evolve, in, evolve into a pay pick. Is, is, That's I, his final form. I believe is the implication here. Why are you yes. defending her? <laughs> I brought you on the podcast to tip the scales in my favor. Oh, is that why I'm here? Yes, you're my backup. 
You're my yeah. you're my fire support, and you are not shooting. Well, I mean, we were talking about a fire Pokemon, so like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so that's what Tristan and Mio are doing at Burger World. What is Anzu doing working at Burger World? Which is against school rules, by the way. They're not supposed to have part-time jobs. How the fuck are the school rules say, oh, you can't go anywhere on your way home after school? What the fuck? If I'm not at school, the school rules don't fucking apply. I think that specific line about... Well, like, there is a school rule against having part-time jobs. But I think the specific yes. bit about not being able to go anywhere is because there's been a prison break of a dangerous criminal. Well, the reason the reason that Anzu you know says, hey, y'all, you shouldn't go to the burger world is because she's working there. Uh-huh. But somebody else says, like, I think so- somebody else in the episode definitely says, like, it's against school rules to go anywhere on your oh, way home. Oh, okay. Um, which I that think, which sense. I think is because of like the criminal on the loose, basically. I guess the uh, escaped convict is is reason enough. I'll accept it. Everyone keeps saying he probably has a gun. God. That's true. They do say that. <laughs> um, he turns out to not have a gun. It's the cop's <laughs> gun that ends up like you know getting in the hands of the spider guy. Like an old ass fucking case closed detective. Yeah, how do we feel about this this cop guy? Uh, he looks kind of boring. Yeah. I thought he was going to play, like, a part. Yeah. He really just kind of, like, exists to be the method by which a gun gets introduced into the scene. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and also, I guess, to recruit high schoolers into his man, <laughs> into his police manhunt. <laughs> He does kind of look like old Honda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so this might be a time travel situation. I was going to say it's Honda's dad that he's never met before. (laughs) Father and son reunited unknowingly. Unknowingly. Wait, we forgot to talk about Anzu. Why is Anzu working at Burger World? Oh. Oh, she wants to go to America and learn how to dance. I feel like this is consistent in dual monsters, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like if she doesn't want to... Well, it's probably not about going to America because of the way that is that show is localized. But I feel like she has like an interest in dance in dual monsters as well. This is like a character thing, you know? I think so. Like, it's very clear. Like, when we get into it in the third episode, how, like, parts of this get re worked into the story that we remember from the show that we saw Mm -hmm. um and so it's it's interesting seeing the component pieces yeah there's sort of floating around also one of the random guys in this burger restaurant is i'm pretty sure the prototype for like kaiba's dad in duo monsters (laughs) the like angry businessman who won't get his feet off the table and also the disguised uh what is it is it Tetsuya the Hedgehog? Yeah. It's something the Hedgehog. This guy's Hedgehog guy. Are you going to say that's Bandit Keith? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's you're, Proto Bandit Keith. You're right. Takahashi, what's going on? It's, it's less less American, but... Bandit Keith. Love how the Google image shows Bandit Keith gun. I mean, it's not that. There's There are some similarities, though. The sunglasses. I guess the, okay, the sunglasses, the, like, has a thing on his head. The, yeah. the jacket. That's all you need. Sunglasses <laughs> thing on your head. Also, he's there got you go. green pants. He does have green pants. Dude. A lot of weird color choices what in the this fuck? show. 
We talked about this in the first episode, but the colors feel weird. The Burger World restaurant uh, uniforms are also, like, lime green. They are. And I just found out why it got a Christ Bandit Keith gun, because I found this image of Bandit Keith pointing a gun at uh, Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I found it from two angles. Hell, yeah. Um, I'm going to send you this image. Check this out. Hold on, I'm distracted by this wizard that you sent me previously. What's up with that? That's a pretty sick wizard. That's that's Yeager Tharn from the Elder Scrolls her. Arena. Oh yeah, this is from this is from the episode of Duel Monsters where he tries to threaten Pegasus at gunpoint to give him the tournament money, and then Pegasus just sends him to the Shadow Realm. Damn. R.I.P. to a real one. R.I.P. to a crypto fascist. <laughs> <laughs> uh um yeah all right mc bandit keith i forgot about mc bandit keith we can't can't go this far into dual monsters (laughs) um okay there's basically just one thing i want to talk about i want to call out Mm -hmm. from this episode and then i'm done uh the fact that he blindfolds taya and the entire fucking i did it again the fact that he blindfolds anzu and like the entire way that is portrayed is like deeply horny I'm becoming more and more convinced that, like, Kazuki Takahashi is into BDSM. Like, there can there can almost be no other, like, like just the way that, that everyone, like, Yugi particularly dresses. Mm-hmm. It's an influence. Also, the, the fact that Yugi is, uh, has that moment where he's like, oh, she, but she's so cute in her outfit, <laughs> in her uniform. <laughs> That's just Yugi being... Uh, not necessarily a pervert. He's kind of got. He's kind of got. You know, he's got a crush on the one girl at school who talks to him. <laughs> <laughs> Mio talks to him. Uh, not really, Mio. Mio is kind of just doing her own thing in this episode, and it rules. <laughs> I'm so I'm sad that Mio like has to has to leave when we get to duel monsters because she's really just trying to vibe. She's fucking out here. She's out here working. She has two jobs. Yep. And goes to school. They get a. They get a. Uh, she and Honda get a job at the fucking uh, ice cream place. They have cow print uniforms. Right. Oh, it's a noodle shop. Oh yeah, that's cow themed for some reason. Okay, noodles. I'm back on your side, Olivia. It's thank it, you. It's it's beef. It's a beef ramen place. I think that's uh, why the cows. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything else about this episode? It's kind of not much. No, I'm ready to talk about the next episode. <laughs> Our boy! A transfer student? That sounds just vague enough to be said out kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the name of episode three of Yu-Gi-Oh? Clash! The strongest monster! Hell yeah, it is. Seto Kaiba, a new student in Yugi's class, is a dual monsters expert and the head of a company known as the Kaiba Corporation. After he steals the rare Blue-Eyes White Dragon card from Yugi's grandfather, Yami Yugi challenges Kaiba to a duel where the monsters from the cards are real. The game ends in a tie and Yugi gets his grandpa's card back. Yeah, um, the fact that he's the head of a company doesn't really come up here. I thought it would be more prominent. That's because he's not. He's the heir. He's not the head of the company oh, yet. Oh, true. Ah. So all he has is his two goons. Yeah. So talking about 
uh, elements of the original Yu-Gi-Oh! that get remixed into Duo Monsters. This is kind of just the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. But like a first version, you know? There's not yeah. there's not really rules to the card game. Um, there's kind of a whole earlier plot line with Kaiba that gets cut. Uh, Miho's there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same beats of like, Kaiba's looking for rare cards. He comes to Yugi's school. He finds out that Yugi's grandpa has the blue eyes white dragon. He steals it. Yugi challenges him to a duel. Gets it back. Um, I guess in I guess in this one he doesn't mind break Kaiba <laughs> and turn him into like a moderately better person. In fact, Kaiba ends this one like really bitter and angry. Uh, but don't forget that Kaiba also tries to purchase the rare card. And instead gets a lesson from the grandpa. God. About how you have to you have to treasure your cards. And that's what that's what gives objects real value. Is the few yeah. that you put into them. But Kaiba Kaiba is the bourgeoisie. He doesn't care. For for him Absolutely the, not. for him the cards are only commodities. I I do miss him not him already having three other ones and just tearing up. That's such a good, that's such a good, like, detail. Uh, like, they really, oh, yeah. I feel like they really heighten Kaiba in Dual Monsters. This Kaiba's, like, a little muted, comparatively. Yeah, like, he also only wears his school uniform. There's not a single popped collar, there's not a single ridiculous <laughs> trench coat. His uniform is, like, a stark white, though, and he has green yeah. hair. He's got green hair! Not to, not to do a Yu-Gi-Oh! the abridged joke, but he does have bright green <laughs> it's hair. It's not, the joke there is not that he has green hair. <laughs> just, I, look, I just know you'll take any opportunity, so I want to get out ahead of it. <laughs> Kaiba took it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so, okay. So Kaiba in this episode, right? Like, he he has this kind of, like, duplicitous side to him, right? Because he pretends to be a nice guy. Like, right up until mm-hmm. he gets the blue eyes, he's pretending to be, like, a nice and normal kid. Um, I, that's, that's kind of, like, new to Kaiba, right? Or, like, in this version. It's, like, unique I'm, to him. This... Like, the version of Kaiba that I remember never acts like a kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, n- doesn't go to school, doesn't have, like, a school uniform, doesn't hang out with other kids. Uh-huh. He's always separate because he's, like, rich, and he he's fucking card game Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't hang out with normal people. He doesn't have a social life. Yeah. And so this version being like that is weird and interesting. He goes to like a whole, he goes to a whole two days of school with them. And he's implied to be like transferring around schools. Just to steal, uh, uh, not Magic the Gathering cards. It's, excuse you, it's dual monsters? I'm, I'm sorry. The hit card game dual monsters? Oh, uh, uh, the hit card not game. Not to be confused with dual masters. Let me teach you how to play, okay? okay. So you just uh-huh. kind of draw uh-huh. cards, and then you, like, put them down on this mat, and then the, the mat, the, like, areas of the mat will, like, randomly do things to the card stats, and then you fight, and I'm not sure how you fight. Yeah, and just, and the hit points will go down randomly? I, I don't get it. <laughs> I love the, I love the hit point visualization in this episode. It is so crappy. 
they look like they look like the oh timestamps on old like video recorder things, you know? <laughs> this this yeah. picture of Kaiba was taken in you know, this video of Kaiba was taken in two thousand on oh, now it's in fifteen hundred. They really haven't perfected the <laughs> We, you know, we really have to give, like, Duel Monsters credit for, you know, the classic sound effects. Mm-hmm. The, like, Oh, God, that's right. That's, that, that really just, like, that makes the whole thing. There's not, it's oh, not yeah. in this episode, and so the numbers just feel like nothing. Yeah, watching this with, with some, like, history of Duel Monsters is, is, is like, like you said, Nora, it's kind of fascinating. Like, just watching the prototype of all this stuff <laughs> just like the way that these monsters look compared to their <laughs> they're so wild is, the, the difference between the monsters in this episode and the monsters in like the core like card game and the second anime is like the difference between like looking at how something shows up in um in like what's the like the difference between modern conception of JRPG enemy and JRPG enemy sketch from the manual of like the first or second yeah. NES game. Yeah, Blue Eyes White Dragon looks like a chump. Really, he looks like a whale. He, he looks yes. way more like a whale. That's exactly what I was thinking. He's even associated with the water. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it also kills itself in this episode. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right, the scene where... It eliminates itself rather than fight against the blood of its master. Which is... Uh, which is pretty, pretty dark. Also, Yugi's, like... Yugi's, like, um, twist on this game is that the monsters are real and the cards will be destroyed for real life if they are destroyed in the game. So Blue-Eyes White Dragon fucking dies. And then Yami Yugi yeah. brings it back with dark magic. Damn. Um, sucks to be Blue Eyes White Dragon in this right? episode. You experience death. Final death. Oh yeah, but it's okay. He has Monster Reborn, and that's why Monster Reborn is banned in the card game. Uh, do, do you mean Reborn the Monster? Is that what you mean? No, I don't. That's not the name of the card. Oh, it says Revive the Dead. Ah. In our subtitles. Uh, I remember they changed it to Monster Reborn for the English one because they did they they thought the phrasing of revive the dead would make Christians mad. Yeah. Or at least that's the playground rumor that I heard. Yeah, but Reborn the Monster is way cooler. Revive the dead. Rise from your grave. <laughs> um <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Yo. Reborn the monster has an autocorrect on Google, but I never I can't find anything that actually says reborn the monster. I sworn that someone says reborn the monster. Like maybe it's maybe it's like a voice actor who says that during like a like but the card itself is called Monster Reborn. I feel like maybe there were bootlegs that said reborn the monster. Okay, maybe. Like Yu-Gi-Oh bootlegs are pretty famous. It also seems like the autocorrect says meme. So maybe, maybe it was a, like a meme, reborn the monster. Okay. I don't know. I don't see anything here. We're just scrolling through the Kaiba faces. <laughs> Kaiba has some great faces. This boy's going through uh, a lot of emotions. Yami Yugi also going through a lot of emotions. This is probably the most pressed we see him get. 
in these games. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's really coming back to bite him in the ass that he doesn't really define the terms of his own games. Because <laughs> Kaiba just kind of gets out by flipping the table and running away. The, ta- the table <laughs> fucking breaks in half. Yeah, that's not really established at all. Kaiba's just like, I can crack the fucking table. <laughs> Bye. And then it's a draw, I guess. If the table breaks, it's a draw. Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows that. Classic. Yeah. Classic card game rule. Yeah, classic. I mean, really just a life rule. It shows up in Order of the Stick, too. God? Nothing, Nora? I'm trying to remember what that is, what you're talking about. Yeah, don't, don't worry, I'll remind you later. <laughs> Okay. It's not worth it. <laughs> this smirk that Yugi had in that shot is very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, animation Yu-Gi-Oh. in this episode not, also doesn't feel great. No. It's really just like a rough version of Duel Monsters. And I think it's interesting for that, but it makes me want to get to Duel Monsters. Yeah. How many episodes? Because it's like... It's like 29 episodes or something what like that. What the fuck? 27. 27 episodes. I wonder what kind of plots they're going to have. I, I assume... 20... Go ahead. 27 and a movie. Oh, shit. Well, based on the opening, at some point, um, Shadi has to show up, as well as Bakura, and Bakura's going to like put them into a fantasy board game, because you see that in the opening. Also Zork. Also Zork. Zork? So. That's like the the evil spirit that like evil Bakura serves. Oh. I guess. I don't really know. I saw the name Zork in the summaries and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. I remember, I think, okay, so I, I don't know if this arc is even in the anime, but in the manga, there's a bit where they all, like, get sucked, like, back in time into ancient Egypt, and Zork is, like, the spirit that, like, destroys ancient <gasps> Egypt. Damn. Right, Zork necrophades. <laughs> wait, wait, is that his last name, or is that an action that he performs? <laughs> That's his last name. <laughs> or it might be Necrophides. Oh. See, that sounds way cooler. Necrophides. Necrophides nuts. nuts. <laughs> 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 Got him. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Chris. It's me and Nora versus you now. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Girls rock. Girls rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Y'all did that at literally the exact same time. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, the episode ends with, like, physical comedy of, like, Tristan, of, like, fuck, I did it, of, of Honda, <laughs> Honda, like, um, taxi servicing Miho to school, and then they fall on each other. He's just got a giga chat chin in that shot. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have taught you what a giga chat was. <laughs> yeah, you but... fucked up. You really fucked up. <laughs> but you're correct. He does a... <laughs> Okay, Honda's actually pretty good in this episode because he does spend the whole thing on one about Strong Beautification Week, which is a civic holiday he made up himself (laughs) to get everybody to, like, not do crime and instead, like, beautify their town. I don't really understand what Strong Beautification Week is, but he has a sash that's a Strong Beautification Week and he won't shut up about it. (laughs) 
I feel he's also trying to prevent people from uh, stealing illegal cards or stealing cards. The cards are legitimate, yeah. but it's the stealing that is not. Uh, like, or is stealing not legitimate? No, not not according to uh, no. Honda. Not until you make a law about it later. Yeah. So if this if this rule if these rules for uh, like strong beautification week are written down and like in, incorporated into the school's bylaws, does that make it a Honda Accord or? <laughs> So what was that about? Don't turn into Shadow Olivia and challenge her to a shadow game. <laughs> so what was that about? About you two being against me, Olivia? <laughs> hmm? You know the lines of battle are often changing, <laughs> moment to moment. Uh, do you want to do questions? Yeah. Uh, let's do some questions. Do you want to do Twitter questions or email questions first? I'll do the I'll do the emails. You do Twitter. All right. All right. All right. All right. How's that sound? You, you want to go first? <clears throat> sure. Or wait, let me go first, because I have more questions. Okay. Uh, Alright, first question. Uh, Ina asks, what is the color of the eyes of the dragon in your heart? Because we learn that um, it is it is Grandpa's heart in the blue eyes <laughs> white dragon. So what color eyes yes. does your heart dragon have? <laughs> um aquamarine aquamarine talk a little more about that choice what's up with that i just it's just the first thing that popped into my head okay so it's you know instinct you know yes it's mm-hmm. like an, okay aquamarine in, in, eyes instinctive choice aquamarine eyes any other qualities to the dragon mm-hmm. the dragon the dragon um <laughs> does not sacrifice itself okay if it were stolen by Seto Kaiba, would it follow Kaiba's orders in order to protect its own life? Yes. Okay. I guess that's good to know. Um, I think my heart dragon would have cool yellow eyes like an anime character. Um, and it would uh, be able to breathe lightning. Fuck. That's way cooler than mine. <laughs> yeah. Get a little closer. Uh, I think Siam. Cyan, cyan eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Any any qualities? Any breath attacks? Any? How many wings can it fly? Does it burrow? Uh. Well, as a blue dragon, it would obviously have a lightning breath attack in a thirty foot line. All right. I don't. Wait. Did you say it was a blue dragon? She said cyan. Cyan. Oh well, we were talking about the eyes, though. I thought that you meant the eyes. Hmm, I guess there's nothing requiring the eyes to match. And in fact, you are encouraged to not have that be the case. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's why oh. I said mine was yellow red shot lightning. Because mm. obviously, I know all of the breath weapons of every dumb little dragon in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, so so we've established that... Red dragons have fire. Uh, blue dragons have anything. lightning. Specifically, specifically, lightning in a line. And I think the red dragons have fire in a cone... As opposed to a line. Okay, but we're, we're, we're green dragons. We're yeah. referring to the chromatic dragons. Uh, obviously, the the naturally evil ones who serve who serve yes. Tiamat. Holy shit! This but, was such a mistake. The <laughs> but the uh, the 
now the the uh, metallic dragons also have the same breath weapons, but they're d- a little bit different. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they of course serve Bahamut, the good dragon yes. god. No, 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 these gods are of course known as Tachesis and Paladine. If you're from Dragonlance, which is oh, what I was reading as a kid. Let's see, see, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So I'm, I've learned something new today. Thank you, Nora. Yeah, welcome to the podcast where you learn things about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I hate you both so much. <laughs> Attention, du- dungeons. <laughs> Attention, DMs. Me trying to get Olivia's attention. God, can you can you give us a, the next question? Sure. I lost the tab. Here it is. <clears throat> First. Question comes in from Kyrie, who asks, knowing that Yugi in Season 0 is voiced by Megumi Ogata, what do you think of her basically doing what would become her Nagito voice? Oh, fuck, she, Does she this... is doing the Kamaida voice. <laughs> oh, do you mean the Kaiju boy? No. He doesn't talk. No, the, um... Oh god. You can't, you can't reference our in-jokes about the Pacific Rim Netflix show on the podcast. That... Come on! This is just bad radio. Uh, I don't know anything about whoever Nagito is. It's Kamida from Danganronpa. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of lost That's, too. Is that the Bakura? Yeah, he's the one with the Bakura hair. Oh. And he's always doing that. I'm just okay. gonna Google. He's Kamida. Okay, question, question. Is he the Vriska of Danganronpa? Yes. Because I feel like the, that's what people talk about He's the Vriska of Danganronpa. Like. Okay. Why, why, is that one, why does that one have a fucking... What? what? Oh, that's, that's a face he makes. He drools when he gets really excited. What the fuck? He's just a freak. Hmm. Hmm. That's his whole thing. He's actually very... Fluffy hair. He's actually fun. He's actually very fun in Danganronpa, too. I like... I like in these, like, mystery games the archetype of the, like, unreliable guy. He's, like, sometimes an ally, but he's really just here for the drama. So, like, you can't really count on him, but sometimes he'll be, like... Sometimes he'll mess with the killers, and sometimes he'll just sit back and, like, giggle. Because he's a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. People like him because he's a white-haired anime twink. What can I say? Yeah, he's he's extremely a yeah. white-haired anime twink. What do you think of him in this, like, Casanova suit? I think it works for him. <laughs> this figure that we're looking at on Google Images. I don't know where this is from, but what do you what think the about the... Fuck? Ja- what do you think about the leather jacket and giant chain collar outfit that we're seeing here? <laughs> Very horny. What? <laughs> we're just on Google Images. I'm- Am I getting different Google images? I mean, they're algorithmically generated, so yes. Wait, 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 wait hold on. Here's one. Here's an image that just has him and then communist. So <laughs> I have him in front of a Smash Brothers logo and then him in a hospital bed. Okay, I think we found him in a hospital bed too. Is he sweating? <laughs> he. Let me turn back up. He. Yes. <laughs> Again, this is terrible radio too. We can't just look at Komite on Google Images. How do we feel about it? Um. I feel like there are more similarities between Yami Yugi and Komaida than we care to admit as a society. As a society, yes, but I, I don't know the character very well. I think of, of the three of us, you're the one who knows him best. Yes. Um, Having played Danganronpa 2. 
I really hate this image, which appears to be a Komida mask that oh, you can yeah. wear. Oh, it's so... Oh. <laughs> that, or it's a model like head holding a wig that they're trying to sell. I can't tell if it's a mask or if that's just a thing holding a I'm wig. I'm going to rob the Federal Reserve wearing a Komida mask. <laughs> <laughs> Pirate-y. In Minecraft. <laughs> uh... I have another email. Oh, All right. Oh. Here's another email. This one comes in from Kim, who adds, Yu-Gi-Oh! Backwards is hoy, guy. Yeah, sure. Which is true. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hi, hope you're doing swell. Which Yu-Gi-Oh! characters introduced so far would be the best or worst oh. cooks? If you could make any card real and your friend, which would it be? Thank you. Duel on. Duel on, Kim. Yeah. Okay. So, best and worst cooks. I'm just going to do this off the top of my head, okay? Mm-hmm. I think... Mm-hmm. I think... I think Anzu, surprisingly good cook. No, I think I think they fake you out and she does the she has the bad yeah, cooking jokes. Yeah, she's got she's got all just she's definitely the bad cook trope, like one hundred percent. If there's not an episode of that in the Yugi anime, I will be fucking shocked. Alright, you haters, who's the best cook then? Oh, um Yugi, Yugi. yeah. But nobody ever he asked him to cook. He can't reach. He's like three feet but tall. He, no, but he makes everything with such love and care that it makes him such a better cook and nobody else will give him the time of day to like express that. But it is true of him. And he like he does the thing where he makes little octopuses out of little wieners. Oh, that's so sad. Every every time he makes dinner for his grandpa, his grandpa's like, Oh, I got I got takeout, Yugi, I'm sorry. No! Stop this! <laughs> no, no, no. His grandpa his grandpa eats his cooking and likes it. Okay, thank you. I don't need more Yu-Gi-Oh! sad stuck in my life right now. <laughs> uh, what about worst cook, are we thinking? I think I think Honda. Um, I so I think that Honda starts off as a bad cook, but learns it to try to impress um you know. Yes. <laughs> and I think Honda and Gionochi are both, like, comfortable being bad cooks together because it's, like, macho-er that way. Yeah. And then when Honda starts, like, actually improving himself, Gionochi gets, like, insecure about mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and starts, like, deliberately only eating ramen and stuff <laughs> <laughs> to, like, fight against it. But, but no, the worst cook is Yami. Yami Yugi? Just mm-hmm. doesn't... <laughs> He challenges the fucking oven to a shadow game. <laughs> You've burned my cookies. I knew you would never be able to repress your true nature. <laughs> Penalty game. God, I really need to see Yami Yugi in like a normal life setting immediately. But not like in Duel Monsters where he's a real character. Like I need the Joker one. God. <laughs> uh, that's great. Thanks, Kim. I got some more. I got some more Twitter questions. Wait, there's another question on this email. What? Oh yeah, if you could make any card real and your friend, who would it be? Uh, this is gonna make noise on the podcast, but press if you need a reference. Can you pick those up? I can't. I can't reach them. We need to get to the binder underneath it, mm. where there are Yu-Gi-Oh cards that you can look through if you need a if you need a reference. Yeah, I uh, I put stuff on here, so it's my fault that they they are. It is thoroughly buried. 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Red Gadget. That's a fun little guy. Hmm. Hmm. I love. Them. I think you're gonna need to mm-hmm. flip that over. Yeah, yeah, I was. It was in the wrong direction. Those are Vanguard cards, oh, so you need to go through. Oh, yeah. Nara, what about you? Uh, uh, how about Dark Magician Girl, the Dragon Knight? Okay, that's a cool card. That's a pretty sweet card. I think she could do some cool stuff. And also, she's alternative. Go ahead. Also, she's also one. she's Dark Magician Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so true. I think me and Red Gadget they, would do like stuff around the house. You know, we would like fix things and change light bulbs. And I stuff. would learn. I would learn how to use magic and a sword. <laughs> nice. Uh, you're gonna be limited to my really specific <laughs> taste in in Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh God, they have such good names like Elemental Hero, The Shining, Elemental Hero, Nova Master, <laughs> Masked Hero, Acid. I'm trying to find. There was like oh, that guy's a friend. A Yu-Gi-Oh card that was like a girl with a scythe that was cool. But I can't remember what card that was. Wait, they just had like a. It was. Go ahead. It was kind of like a like a weird like Grim Reaper, <laughs> but like as a cute girl. Uh, I don't know. Other answer is tour guide from the underworld. I want to smoke a blunt with tour guide from the underworld. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say uh, Exodius, the ultimate forbidden lord. <laughs> you want to smoke a blunt with that bitch? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to hear about how he's the inferior brother to Exodia or whatever his deal is. Wow, rude. He's supposed to be your friend. Uh, the thing the thing about Dark Magician Dragon Knight is uh, not only do I also get to hang out with a dragon, but the dragon can light our blunts. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's adorable. What a what a good what a good art. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um Alright, Twitter questions. Uh, Bunny Boy Wife asks how do you think the food situation with the Yugi's works? When they're out at a restaurant, do they order for both and switch personalities to eat separate meals? Does Dark Yugi need bigger proportions because he's tall, or bigger portions because he's taller? Um, I feel like Dar- this is a bit of a, a fun killer, but I feel like Dark Yugi does not need to eat. Uh, Dark. First of all, Dark Yugi, Yami Yugi, uh, is just a spirit. And my understanding has always been that Yugi doesn't actually physically change. It's just that as a visual indicator yeah. to the audience. It's the vibes, you know? He yeah. Has short, he, regular Yugi has short energy. And Yami Yugi has tall energy. But they are the same height. Yes. That's how I've always felt about yeah. it. I believe that's Because they true. never talk about how, wow, you're twice as tall as you were a second ago. Yeah, no. They mention, I mean, Anzu, it's it's like a plot point that Anzu is blindfolded when Shadow Yugi shows up. And also that everyone has to cover their eyes because the guy has a gun. So nobody sees the <laughs> transformation. But everyone comments, the only change they really comment on when Yugi transforms is that he seems a lot more confident. Yeah. So yeah. I think the implication is that, like... He's not actually super short. He's just like, not you know. He's not a confident guy. He doesn't speak you know with presence. 
But also, he's also like three foot tall. No, he's not three foot tall. That's the point is that he's not three foot tall. <laughs> he just feels three foot tall. Um, next question. More like Turtle Can asks, are you excited for the Millennium Puzzle plastic model that only tells you how to build the puzzle pieces and not how to put them together? Oh, I remember hearing about this. It's actually kind of fucking sick. That's fun. I would try the Millennium Puzzle. Oh, we forgot about a really excellent scene in one of these episodes where Yuki's grandpa goes, So, since you finished the Millennium Puzzle, <laughs> did you get any, like, dark powers or anything like that? And Yuki's like, huh? I don't know. I made some friends, though. <laughs> Are you stronger or smarter, perhaps? <laughs> Do you feel like a dark persona inside of you? He does say if you had any personality changes. <laughs> Which is so funny. Yugi's just like, no, I made some friends, though, and that was my wish, so I'm fine. And the grandpa's like, no way I gave him friends. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fucked up, grandpa. <laughs> I mean, it, there is a dark spirit living inside of him now. That That is true, yes. And I mean, a dark spirit also that in both of these episodes, like, comes out when Yugi wants to, like, do things. So, I guess in a way he did get, like, dark knowledge and power. You know? Like, what he wanted to do in these two episodes were, like, avenge his grandpa's card and, like, protect Anzu. Both of which he does. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. The power to, uh, exert yourself and exert your will on the world. By, um, revealing the uh, leather harness that you've been wearing <laughs> under your school uniform this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, t- I, tell- I told you guys, y- Yugi's a freak. Yugi is a real fucking freak. We love him. We love him. What a great, what a great little guy. I just love shots of Yugi with his friends because he is drawn three feet tall. <laughs> yup. He's so small. <laughs> and his hair. He's maybe the ultimate funny little guy. God, he is a funny little guy. Look at him. Look at him in this one. Look at his, he's got his hands in his little backpack. He's like... <laughs> he's hes basically hes basically a Muppet surrounded by regular people. <laughs> this... Okay. Now this is the live-action Yu-Gi-Oh we need. God. <laughs> he's, he's played by a Muppet. And then when and he then... transforms, he just becomes a yes, man. He's just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit warner brothers contact us we'll work cheap holy shit not that cheap. not that cheap not but we'll work cheap comparatively 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 uh all right nora what are we watching next episode episode four is theft the legendary super rare watch uh Honda buys a watch for Miho, and he gets lucky as he manages to get the last one in stock. Are we doing two episodes? Yeah, two episodes. Okay. Episode five is now revealed. Yugi's secret. <gasps> a man f- a man from ancient Egypt comes to the museum where he sees <laughs> Yugi with the Millennium Puzzle. And he and presumably is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's the Millennium oh, Puzzle. Fuck. You should not have that. You sh- why, why do you have that? Okay. Yeah. Are you two feet tall? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the puzzle shrunk you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our teasers. Yeah. Uh, for next episode. Yeah. Uh, and as usual, you can send in emails 
to we are the email at gmail.com. Yeah, send us emails. Send us emails, please. Tell us uh, your favorite card. Yeah, literally. I actually would like to hear everyone's favorite cards. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. We can look them up. It'll be a fun time. Yeah. I like the wizards. The wizards are all Yeah, we know you like the wizards, Nora. <laughs> wow. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? I'm just saying she says this like every week. Okay. Well, I didn't know you liked the wizards. This is Nora. week two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> Get off my deck, duelist. <laughs> is that our sign off? <laughs> Okay, that's pretty good. (laughs) Until next time, get off my deck. (laughs) I'll be shocked if we get through all of Duel Monsters and nobody says that. (laughs) I would also be shocked. Uh, Yeah. Any last orders of business? Uh, Plugs? Yeah. Oh, by the way, send us us emails at wearetheemail at gmail.com. Uh, and follow the show at Attack Position. Okay. Also follow where you can. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't want to leave the. I didn't want to leave the silence, so I went too fast. Finish. Finish your plug. Uh, where we will also prompt for questions, so you can tweet at us if you don't want to email mm-hmm. us. Yeah, and we answer Twitter questions just the same way we answer non-Twitter questions. It's cool. We're not your dad. Do what you want. <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter at Great Greeb. You can listen to my other podcasts, um, such as Do Not Steal, which I'm recording tomorrow. It's a podcast about uh, tabletop characters and making OCs. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Pris, you want to plug anything? Nah, not especially. She doesn't want to plug anything. I'm Priscilla. <laughs> She's Priscilla. Dog with glasses. Dog with glasses. That's my plug. <laughs> Can't argue with them. Yeah, <laughs> Can't argue with them. <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter at NeitherNora. You can go to exportodd.io slash video to watch my Let's Plays that I do. Uh, I'm playing through the Elder Scrolls Arena right now. Oh, yeah. Um, and also, every Wednesday I stream Oblivion because I'm playing through that as well. Um, you, you're fun. just playing me in Oblivion. <laughs> your char- your yes. character just looks like me. Very accurate. That's true. Uh, if you go to exportodd.io without any other words or phrases, you can find the Patreon page for the network. Um, give us money. Yeah. A trade request. You, I receive your monthly donations. You receive uh, occasionally podcasts. Uh, I think most export network shows go up early on the patreon i can't vouch for all of them but a lot ours of them does, do, like Hot singles Ar- does export audio does ours arcanum just went up today and the full episode should be out next uh-huh. week uh jill and hall of fame on the, on the go like up, go up there when when yes I re- jill and hall of fame I remember to edit them <laughs> we may have okay. we may have one in the in the tube <laughs> that i've been forgetting it's it's the tube is the tube is clogged it's fine (laughs) the tube has been clogged a lot you should give uh these two your money because they're wonderful and amazing and really funny and uh so just do it thanks babe yeah just do it all right podcast Yu-Gi-Oh. uh until next time get off our decks (laughs) off our decks